Alright, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Friday, December 31st, 2021, aka the 654th day to slow the spread. <laughs> also known as New Year's Eve and the last day of this blessed year 2021 um i recall uh, <laughs> when uh this year started or or the end of last year i should say 2020 i was like oh thank god we're getting into 21 it'll be a new year this covid stuff will go away and covid said oh yeah hold my beer we're doubling down on you all right, uh, well, I just want to welcome everybody to the show before we get into it. Today's show is brought to you in part by Redcon1.com. That's right. Don't forget about them. Tre- tremendous uh, sports nutrition, uh, pre-workouts, protein powders, protein bars. Check them out at Redcon1. I'm sure they're having some sort of sale this weekend. I, I actually haven't looked myself. I'm not really in the in the need of anything right now unless there's something really good. So I might have to check that out because usually the weekend is when they have their sales. But check them out. Use the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this. And uh, give them a look. You know, Check them out. Florida company, um, American company. Um, help them out. Um, and on that note, uh, whatever app you're listening to this on, guys, if you could share this with your friends. If it's on Apple Podcast, if you could give us a five-star but most importantly, please share this with your friends. All right. On tap for today, we've got a few things. And 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 oddly enough, I, it doesn't look like any of them is going to be COVID-related for the most part. <laughs> uh, I know the last show I kind of dwelled on with COVID, last couple of shows actually. And I really want to get away from doing that because it's everywhere unfortunately, but it does dominate the news cycle, so it is what it is. And, and the slogan for 21, I'm going to have to fix that for next year, but nonetheless. All right, on tap for today, we got AOC goes on vacation. Also, China's new weapon of war. And I want to do a year in review for 2021. And uh, touch on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. It concluded Wednesday... Um, after I got done recording the uh, Wednesday show, I was kind of bummed about that because, you know, I really was hoping to be recording when something, ha- you know, once the verdict was read or whatever. Um, and it kind of dwelled on and dwelled on. I was like, I got to get done because I need to go to bed. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So uh, there's not a whole lot on it because, oddly enough, or maybe not oddly enough, it's being very hush-hush and very quiet about everything that happened, but uh, we'll read about that here in just a little bit. But um, something that I stumbled upon on Twitter is uh, AOC, right? She uh, visited the free state of Florida this past week, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I personally don't have a problem with it. There's a lot of people, I found this article, uh, AOC spotted in Miami Beach as New York City reports COVID uh, record COVID cases. Okay, so this was this was yesterday. Um, I don't know when she was here. If it was this past weekend or or this past week or if she's still here, you know, whatever. I don't know. 
All right, let me read on. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was spotted dining in Miami, Florida. Miami Beach, Florida should be specific because one is more expensive than the other. On Thursday, according to a tip received by the National Review on the same day that her native New York City reported a record number of COVID-19 cases. Uh, The Florida outing comes as New York City reported a record number of new confirmed cases of COVID-19. AOC represents uh, New York's 14th congressional district, which covers parts of the Bronx and Queens. Um, Before I read on, I want to say this about that. I, like I said, I personally don't have a problem with her going on vacation, regardless of COVID running rampant in New York. Uh, COVID, the deadly sniffling, sneezing, aching body while you try to sleep, rest medicine, NyQuil, (laughs) the Omniocron. I don't, I personally could care less about all these cases, all this crap, like I talked about in the last show, and I don't want to dwell on COVID. I know I said I wasn't going to, but here we are, right? Um, I don't give a shit. 44,000 cases. Florida had 50-something thousand. I don't care. The reason there's so many cases is because the media and everybody's got everybody fucking scared. If they get a sniffle, oh my God, I got COVID. I got to go get tested. And some of them are probably popping positive. They might not have any symptoms other than I got a, a sneeze or a sniffle or my throat hurts a little bit. Nothing major, but we're so scared shitless in this country about COVID that now everyone's running rampant to get these tests. And so, yes, you're going to have more cases. Oddly enough, that's the only thing they can dwell on is the case numbers for the fact that the hospitalizations are flat or down in some cases and deaths are down. So we still have to push the scare narrative And on that note, what does she have to do with the district that covers parts of the Bronx and Queens and their COVID cases? She doesn't have any jurisdiction in that area. She doesn't run that, those cities, those boroughs, whatever they're called. She doesn't do, she represents those people in Washington, D.C. She has nothing to do with local politics in that area. If she wants to go on vacation, so be it. And the reason I'm saying this is because in this article, it references back to Ted Cruz back in February when they had the situation in um, Texas with the with the freezing cold. And of course, she, you know, piles on uh, AOC on to Ted Cruz. And I'll read on. So back in February, Senator Ted Cruz drew fire for taking a trip to Cancun during a winter disaster in Texas that left millions without power or water. Um, she says, AOC says, if ten, uh, Senator Cruz had resigned back in January after gin uh, up the violent insurrection that killed several people, lie, he could have taken his vacation in peace, she tweeted at the time. Texans Texan should continue to demand his resignation. After Cruz um, took shots at her uh, later that month in the uh, CPAC conference in Florida, she wrote, I don't care what Cruz says at CPAC. Uh, but I do care what happens in Texas, uh, was a layover stop for him between Cancun, Orlando, a drop back, um, drop a pack of water into someone's trunk and abandon his constituents. Uh, Easy word for me to say, I guess. (laughs) Again, as they get slammed with $16,000 electrical bills, the Congresswoman 
was still harping on the trip two months later, tweeting during a, f- a feud with the senator in April. Ted is pretty much rich coming from someone who fled their own home and responsibilities during an environmental crisis to cross the border and seek ref- refuge in Mexico. Okay, once again, I don't care that Ted Cruz went to Mexico. And if I recall the story correctly, his daughters were going down there for, I don't know if it was spring break or what it was. It, supposedly it was a pre-planned va- you know, vacation for them. He was escorting them down there and came back. Whatever, whether he went for a day, two days, a week, six months, I really don't give a shit. The point is, is he doesn't run Texas. He doesn't run areas of Texas. He is a senator for the state of Texas, which means the people of Texas that he represents elected him to be a senator in Washington. So his job is in Washington, D.C., not in Texas. If Texas has a situation where they have a, a you know, freeze or a flood or a hurricane or whatever happens... That's not his problem. Yeah, he should help, and he did. But don't sit there and call somebody out for a situation like that, and then eight months, nine months later, you're doing the same damn thing. Like, again, again, I say, I don't care that she came to Miami. Where I have a problem with her coming to Miami is this. So, um, roughly speaking, so I... I don't know where she stayed. She could have stayed at the damn Motel 6 as far as I know. Um, she more than likely didn't stay at a Motel 6 or a Holiday Inn or something like that. Have no idea where she stayed. The The story there shows her eating uh, lunch with some dude at a sushi place. Okay, whatever. Probably an average, from what I could tell, an average costing... I don't eat sushi, so... I don't know what that is, but it didn't. Uh, looking at the menu down there, I could look that up. Doesn't look like it was a terribly expensive lunch. So, whatever. I will say this though: the average cost for a trip for um, for a trip for two in uh, Miami Beach, which is where she was at, is. Roughly $10,000, and that's considered on the high end, which is what I would assume she would do. She strikes me as a as a high-end high, high end kind of girl, okay? She's not AOC from the block, if you know what I'm saying. She seems a little more high-end. And the reason where I'm going with this is this. So about a month ago, right, she was, or maybe it was earlier this month, she was, her and the squad, you know, Tlaib and the rest of them, they're sitting there in front of uh, Congress bitching about student loans. And, uh, you know, Biden had promised he was going to get rid of student loans and forgive student loans and all this, and he kind of backed out, which is fine with me because if you're going to excuse student loans, then why aren't you helping out with mortgages or people that, you know, I have a car so I can get back and forth to work. You know, we have a house, so we have a roof over our head. I don't see them giving us a loan forgiveness for that. If you choose to go to school, and when you choose to do that, you have to take out a loan to be able to do that, then that's on you, okay? Um, if you have a pre- problem with that, then maybe don't go to Harvard Harvard or Boston College or wherever. I think she went to Boston College. Don't go to these ex- more expensive schools. Go to a, a community college or a state school or whatever where it's not costing so much. But 
if you recall when she AOC was up there on her soapbox bitching about student loan debt, she spouted out how she was in $17,000 of student loan debt. Okay, that's not a lot of money. I mean, it is a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of things, you hear, like, I think Tlaib got up there and hers was, I, I don't recall the exact dollar amounts, but it was a lot more than 17000 I want to say hers was in the six-figure number. But my point is, is if you take a trip to Miami, more than likely it was on the higher end of, of things. You're not, like I said, you're not staying at the budget inn. You're staying at a nicer resort, I would assume. And you're going to eat nicer dinners. Like what she was eating in that picture was lunch. She was eating at a sushi restaurant. You know, maybe $50 lunch. I don't know. But if you can afford to go to Miami Beach and stay in a nice hotel and eat nice dinners and do all these things, maybe that's money that could have been well spent paying back your student loan. Maybe instead of spending your money to go on vacation, which in, in my opinion, everyone is entitled to go on vacation. If you have the means to be able to go somewhere with you, with your boyfriend, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your, your family, whatever the case may be, if you have the means to do so, by all means, knock yourself out, have fun. I go on vacation, me and my wife go places, and we do things, and we have fun. But I also do these things and don't sit there and complain about being in debt and then go do them. You can't sit there and say, oh, I'm $17,000 in, in student loan debt and then go spend ten grand on vacation. So my question is, assuming whatever that dollar amount is that she spent going to Miami Beach this week, and complaining about $17,000 of debt. She makes, granted, she makes a good living. She makes, you know, what is $175,000 a year as a congresswoman. Great. I'm glad for her. I have no issues with her being in Congress. She, she ran a, a campaign. She beat whoever it was she beat. People voted for her. Whatever. Um, my problem is, is you're going to campaign or you're going to get on a soapbox about $17,000 in student loan debt, then you go on a high-end vacation to Miami Beach, which isn't cheap. You know, in the state of Florida, for the most part, things aren't that expensive. But there are areas of Florida that are expensive. And if I would have to guess that Miami Beach is probably one of the more expensive areas of Florida. Don't complain about your student loan debt if you're going to go on a lavish vacation to Miami Beach. Or... Maybe the question should be asked, did she even pay for the trip? Did she whip out her congressional credit card? Did the, the people in her district pay for this trip? I don't know. I'm just speculating. But I know if I was $17,000 in any kind of debt, I don't know that I would go on a $10,000 vacation. I might use that $10,000 to uh, pay down my student loan debt and maybe just go to Disney World or maybe not go on vacation this year. I mean, we've done that, you know, it, we, in lieu of going on vacation, maybe we just went somewhere local and, and use that money to pay down credit cards from Christmas or whatever. I mean, we try not to use our credit cards a whole lot, but when Christmas comes around, my wife gets a little, little crazy and you know, that's, you know, that's what she does. No big deal. Anyway, I think my whole point about this is a lot of people are going to dwell on the fact that she went on vacation and 
it's, you know, with COVID cases, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, I don't care. She's entitled to go on a vacation. My problem is don't sit there and bitch about student loan debt and then go on a lavish vacation. And that's all I'm going to say about that because I could rant and rave for another 10, 20 minutes and the same words are going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> all right. Next story. This is something I, I also saw on Twitter. And uh, I haven't really heard anyone talking about it, so it did did come across as curious to me. So this was this was in an article yesterday. Um, trying to see who this is from. This is the Epic Times. Uh, I'm not quite sure where they lean, and I don't really care because I like the story. All right, China pursues brain control weaponry in a bid to command future warfare. So, um, one of the things I saw about this is like, well, hell, they've, they've already done the, uh, brain control, uh, weaponry and, it, you know, in the article, as I read it, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's not, it's not what I, what, what I believe has already been brain warfare is, you know, these, these, uh, smartphones, you know, I talked about this a while back about smartphones like the best worst invention that was made was cell phones. And the reason I say it's the best worst invention because for those of you that are, you know, my age, give or take, you can recall a time before there were cell phones, right? And then when there were car phones, it was like, holy shit, that dude right there is rich. He got a car phone. And then when there was portable cell phones, it was like, damn, that dude right there is rich. He got a cell phone. Now everybody has a cell phone. Even friggin' homeless people have cell phones, right? What I mean by it being the best worst invention was when cell phones first came out and and most people could get cell phones. Like I remember my first cell phone was uh, you didn't use it much because it was I can't recall. I want to say it was a penny a minute or something like that or some it was it wasn't didn't seem like a money a lot of money. But obviously, the more you talked on it, that penny racked up pretty quick. But it was usually like free calls on weekends and free after 7 p.m. or some shit like that so that's when you you try to ball out you might be at the grocery store oh, let me call my wife i can't remember what i needed on the grocery list <laughs> hey honey what was that we needed you know um <laughs> but uh point being is those that part of the invention was great you the convenience oh my car broke down let me call a tow truck oh uh what did I forget at the store? Let me call my wife. You know, whatever the case may be. It was when the the smartphone technology started coming into play is where the brain control, if you will, kind of fell into place. Like, okay, so Apple is an American company, but and Google is an American company. and uh, But these these devices that we use are made in China and overseas somewhere. Um there's where your brain control come in to place the having the ability to access whatever you want on these phones these iPhones that we carry or you know even if you don't use an iPhone the the Android the the galaxies and whatever the other phones are that are out there that people carry the the computer power that these little devices that fit in your pocket and weigh you know a half a pound if that, I don't even know how much they weigh I mean, you put your phone in your pocket, and sometimes you forget it's there. And I and I have a, a 12 Pro Max, so it's not like it's a small phone, you know. But there's times it's like, oh yeah, okay, I got my phone. But it's, what I'm where I'm going with this is my first cell phone wasn't one of those big ass brick cell phones. It was 
relatively small, but it probably weighed three or four pounds. You put it in your pants pocket, and it was pulling your pants down. When they put these computers in here, these computers in these cell phones nowadays are more powerful than the computers that they used in the, the Apollo rocket ships. Like back in the day, you would see computers in you know corporations, and, and, and you remember they would be rooms of these towers, these rooms of uh, processors and whatnot. And then as like home computers came about and people are like, like amazed at desktop computers because, oh my God, that's, look at the power that thing has. That would be five rooms back in the day in IBM, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's the same thing with these phones. The, the capability of these phones is astounding to the capability of, of what we had 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago. 60 years ago, if you went back in time with one of these phones, they think you're a fucking alien, you know? Um, but your brain control is there and in the means of apps. So your TikToks, your uh, Facebooks, Twitter, you know, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll admit I'm guilty of all the above. I get on Facebook, I get on Twitter, I get on TikTok, unfortunately. I used to never get on TikTok. And then Chris was like, oh man, he would send me like these little videos from TikTok. So you kind of, the good thing, it, if you get in the right algorithm, to me, TikTok isn't a horrible thing because it gives me ideas for this show. You know, someone might talk about whatever. I'm like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. Let me, And then I'll look up stuff. I think that's actually where I saw this Wayne, this brain control thing was on, on there. And so, you know, I go on DuckDuckGo, I look it up, and boom, here's an article. Yesterday, for that matter. <laughs> it wasn't even like this is a year or two, five, ten years old. This is yesterday. And, um, you know, but like with Facebook, and like back in the day when Facebook first came out, you didn't have it on your phone. It was, you could only get on it at home. And I don't know, for those of you that may or may not have Facebook, if you do have Facebook, check us out at Don't Tread on America. But if you've had Facebook for a while, now I'm on the second gen of Facebook because my last Facebook page got taken away from me because, God forbid, I was belonged to a Patriots group, but nonetheless not football Patriots, but, you know, American Patriots. And anyway, um, when I first got on Facebook, which I was reluctant, I was the last one in my family to be on Facebook, it was... Uh, my wife uh, was like, oh, yeah, you need to get on Facebook because, you know, she was doing uh, Farmville, right? So it was like, oh, I need I need Farmville. I need this. And if you were friends with me, you could just send me this and you could help me do this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, uh, all right, whatever, you know. And then as my kids, they were also on Facebook, I was like, well, this isn't so bad because at least I can monitor what they're – because at the time they were they were younger, you know, they were not even – teenagers I don't think so in that sense it was a good thing um, but the the video game aspect the the constantly have to be on Facebook to play the Farmvilles and whatever other games were out there at the time was monotonous but it was at least at home but now then the cell phones came out the smartphones if you want to call them that and people started to do those things on here and then it was constant. You're constantly on Facebook. I wonder what everyone's doing. What's going on? Well, I'll look at this person. Oh, God, look at the way they're dressed. Oh, what did this person have to say? Oh, great. What is, what is so-and-so saying now? Okay, this dude's fucking crazy. You know, whatever it is. Um, I, I'm guilty. I, I admit it. I get on Facebook. It doesn't define my life. 
I can live without getting on Facebook. I think the, the bulk of what I do on Facebook has to do with this show. And I'll try and put memes out and just articles and whatever via the show's page. And then I'll share it through my personal page. Just, you know, for for shits and grins, basically. Um, <clears throat> and then Twitter's good because that helps you find some obscure news articles. And the reason I say obscure, like this article that I'm going to read here in a second, Twitter helps you to get out of the mainstream of everyday talk. COVID, for example. You turn on any news right now, guaranteed the lead story is COVID-related of some sort, right? So to try and find other things to talk about other than COVID, that's what I do. And same thing with TikTok. And with that being said, we'll go into the story. <laughs> a lot of buildup for, for that, right? Hope it's good. All right, launching assaults on the battleground <clears throat> with a mere thought, enhancing the human brain to create super warriors, disrupting the minds of enemies to make them submit to their controller's command. Once, to, once believed to only exist in sci-fi movies, the weaponization of the brain has been discussed by uh, Chinese military officials for years. And Beijing is spending billions each year on neuroscience that could draw these. And uh, evidently, that's it. That's all, that's all we got on that. <laughs> oh, I got freaking ads here. Uh, oh, there you go. See, I guess I sat on this too long that it, uh, that it gave me, um, <laughs> it wants me to su subscribe to the, uh, um, to the article, to the newspaper. Yeah, that ain't happening, brah. You guys don't post that much great stuff to, uh, to, uh, subscribe. It's funny, it's like you try to, you try to find articles and you try to use, you know, different sources and then it's constant, um, it's constant, uh, you know, I, I mean, I get it. Who buys a newspaper nowadays, right? I, I used to always say to newspaper vendors when I'd see them, oh, you need a newspaper? Oh, no, I'm asked yesterday's news. You know, because it is. So what are these newspapers doing? They're going digital. So I get it. Anyway, found a different article, Sugar Water. This is from the Defense Post. Sorry, Epic Times, but I'm not paying. Anyway, several U.S. counterintelligence officer, uh, officials claim that China is weaponizing biotechnology and developing brain control weaponry uh, for potential offensive use. According to Commerce Secretary Gina Ramalamadingdong, Ramondio, the, the Asian nation has opted to use biotechnologies for, su uh, for surveillances and tracking to attempt to pursue control over its people. A senior U.S. official has also claimed that China is using emerging biotechnologies to develop future military applications, including gene editing, human performance enhancement, and brain-machine uh, interfaces. So if you notice before, it was about controlling its people. So they're trying to weaponize brain control to control its people, which I, I get that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we're doing that via these cell phones, via... I, I shit, I, via nothing else, via these cell phones. Uh, do the vaccines have anything to do with that? Does I, maybe that's a story for another day. Maybe we can get into a, a, 
vaccines versus 5G versus, you know, lizard Illuminati taking over the world. I don't know. (laughs) But forget about vaccines, forget about COVID. Just the idea of these cell phones, you see this article, to pursue control over its people. And then to control its, you know, military, whether it's gene editing, um, human performance enhancement, whatever. Because the brain is a very powerful thing that we don't know a whole hell of a lot about, really. I mean, what do they say? You use like 10% of your brain, right? So what does the other 90% go to? Nothing. So if you can utilize that other 90%, it's almost like it's almost like a computer, whatever you guys know about cars, but most of your cars nowadays, or I shouldn't say most, all your newer cars have computers, right? So if you have a car, and let's say that car has 300 horsepower, and you might could put some bolt-ons on, you could put an air intake, maybe, you know, do this, do that, you know, just some oddball shit you can get off, you know, off online or whatever, and you might be able to get it up to, you know, 320 horsepower. But the key that you'll see in a lot of these cars, whether it's a four-cylinder up to an eight-cylinder, because they all have computers, is called a tune. So you can get a, a engine performance control tune um, for, for whatever engine you have, whatever brand car. And uh, different entities sell these tunes. And a lot of these tunes, you, you're looking to get horsepower gains of 20 to 30 40%. So if you have, like I said, if you have a 300 horsepower vehicle, whatever that vehicle is, and you get a 30% horsepower gain, well, now you're 390, right? If you have those bolt-ons, you have the little other little things, you might could have a V6, you know, something or another, and it could be pushing over 400 horsepower. And I'm not saying this in jest. I'm not a a, uh, professional mechanic, but for shits and grins, I'm going to tell you a little story. I used to have a 2012 Mustang V6. Okay, ha, ha, ha. 300 horsepower, 305, I think it was, horsepower off the dealer, you know, lot there. Not doing anything to it. Was actually, if you look on, I'm a, I'm a for, for for a little another backstory, I'm a Ford guy. So I've, this is, I've had plenty of Mustangs. I currently have another one. Um, If, on, and that car was rated, I looked up, a, there was a list of the fastest Mustangs, and I think it was number three or four in their list of fastest Mustangs. So you think Mustangs have been around for, you know, what, 53 years? 50, what is it? Uh, 15 was 50, so, yeah, 56 years they've been around. So to be the number three or four, whatever it was, fastest Mustang in that group, and I think number one's your current Mustang, right? Your Shelby 500. Then it goes like down from there. Um, but for that to be like the fourth fastest car as a V6, that's not too shabby considering the lineage of Mustangs. But with that car, you know, I did some engine work. I put a an intake on it, did some, uh, put some different pipes on it, did, you know, did a couple oddball things here and there. Boom, got a tune. I think it was pushing well over 400 horsepower. V6 to the point where I had a cam in it, you know, I would be at a car show or whatever and people are like, oh man, is that a V8? No, it's a six cylinder. No, it ain't. It's a V8. Mm. Count them. <laughs> you know, point being is the brain 
in a human being can be controlled much like a car computer in the sense that if there's there's obviously some they're doing some sort of biotechnologies in China and let's not be fooled by the fact that China is the only one doing that guarantee you we're involved whether we're involved with them because of them before them you know as we've found out with covid i always hate to draw this back but here we go back to covid covid started allegedly in a uh, lab in china right and allegedly that lab was funded partially by dr fauci and the nih allegedly wink wink nudge nudge uh see Rand paul <laughs> but uh uh, don't think we don't have something to do with this biotechnology crap. Anyway, um, if they figured out some sort of way to hook you up, in a sense, to a computer program and and get 30 to 40 more percent of performance out of your brain that turns into body performance, the key is is when you do those tunes, when you increase that kind of, when you get a 30, 40% increase on your vehicle engine, for example, if you don't fix the internals, if you don't forge the internals of said vehicle, if it's not prepared to run like that, it will break down. <laughs> and I'm sure the human body would do the same. So, uh, senior, did I read that? Yes. The U.S. Com Commerce and Treasury Departments have already put the uh, Academy of Military Medical Sciences and 11 affiliated research institutes on an export blacklist for supposedly helping, oh, there you go, the Chinese military develop uh, purported brain control weaponry without defining the technology further. So there you go. I guess if I had read on, I would have known that what I said was true. Brain control weaponry is a term used by the AMMS officially to describe any equipment that interf interferes with um, and controls human consciousness during combat operations. Today's action highlight how private firms in China's defense and uh, surveillance technology sectors are actively cooperating with the government's efforts to repress members of ethnic and religious minorities groups, top Treasury official Brian Nelson told Financial Times. China's response, eh, they're uh, saying it's totally groundless and bullshit, which means it's true. Um, I'll say this also. I wanted to read back where it was at. Um... Brain control weaponry in terms... Where was it at? So, you had a group of me, uh, military medical scientists that were affiliated, obviously American uh, military folks, uh, helping the Chinese military develop this, this weaponry, which means if, if, if they're testing it on their people over there, then obviously... They're uh, testing it on on us over on not us, me or you, but on uh, their their uh, soldiers, you know. So much of a lot of things that we that we take for granted nowadays started in the military. Like you have a cell phone, that technology started in the military. On said cell phone, you have navigation, right? Or even in your car, you might have navigation where you can be like, oh, shit, we're driving to, you know, Georgia. How do how do we get to wherever? Key in the address, boom, it takes you there. That technology was started in the military. GPS, that's military uh, stuff. Um, there's a lot of things, I'm sure, that I don't even know about that we talk about that was started in the military. 
you know, and we use it now. So who's to say this isn't the same thing? It kind of goes hand in hand with like microchips implanted in your body, you know, vaccine passports, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do. You don't think that trying to implant your body with 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 a uh, a foreign computer chip of some sort. Oh, this uh, you know, and like I said, I don't want to I don't want to dwell on COVID, and and for life, me, my brain can't help but go back to conspiracies. Of when you read things like this, it makes me want to circle back to. You've seen articles of uh, RFID chips being implanted, and you've heard, you know, there's, it's not even a story about it. This is true. You can look it up, Amazon One, where you can get these chips implanted in your body, and you can, you don't have to carry a wallet. You can ID yourself. You can pay for shit. You can do everything just by a wave of a hand. You know, if you go to your grocery store or whatever, a lot of times you can pay with your phone. You don't have to use your debit card or credit card or whatever. You just use your phone. And, uh, it's going to be it's going to be the same thing that and it seems like and they'll do it in the guides of convenience. Oh, you know, if you just got this chip implanted, you wouldn't have to carry your vaccine passport. I live in Florida, I don't have to carry one anyway. Not that I have one, but nonetheless. Uh, oh, you don't have to carry your ID. ID. Oh, look at that. Damn. Breaking news. Betty White died today. Betty White dead at 99. Wow. Just read a story about that she was preparing for her 100th birthday. Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, um, you know, you get these chips implanted in your body for, um, you know, oh, you don't have to carry ID. You don't have to use your plane tickets. You don't have to go through uh, fucking, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> the, the line shit. I can't even think of it now. Uh, you know, airport security. I can't think of what they call offhand. Um you don't have to have your driver's license on you. You don't have to carry a wallet, a credit cards, debit cards. You just wave your hand and everything's taken care of. It's going to be done under the guides of, of convenience. But then who's to say that once that's done, that down the road they don't update that chip and now they're controlling your brain. Oh, I want to um, I want to go buy a new gun. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, no, I don't. I don't want to go buy a new gun. Oh, I want to go buy some ammo so I can go shooting. No, you don't. You want to sell your guns. You know what? I don't think I want to go buy ammo. I think I'm going to sell my guns. I mean, am I being crazy? Maybe. But I'd be almost willing to bet the way things have been going the last few years that I'm probably not going crazy and I'm probably closer to to home than maybe most people realize. I don't know. We'll see, right? All right. You're in review. Probably not going to dwell on this too much because I've already been rambling on for 40 minutes. Wow, I can't believe Betty White's dead. Crazy. I mean, I, I can believe she's 99. It's not like it's you know like she's 20 or something. But I literally just read an article yesterday about her 100th birthday coming up and she was getting prepared and all this stuff. And that's crazy. Anyway, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> all right. Year review. All right. So I try to find so much different stuff on the year in review. Okay, so it's very hard. It's not very hard, I shouldn't say that. It's very hard to find whoever did a list of of the year in review without it being slanted towards the left. So it is what it is. This is from the Washington Post magazine. So what we're going to do, we know for a fact that Washington Post is very much a left-leaning organization, and that's fine. 
I'm going to read this, and then if I don't agree with it, I'm going to say they're bullshit. So, without reading this word for word, January. Okay, so we all know what happened in January. So, January 6th, right? Uh, you know, the, the deadly insurrection that killed thousands upon thousands in Washington. Wait, no? Just one one person died? But he was bludgeoned to death, right? No? No, he had a heart heart attack? Oh, stroke? Oh. But, but they said that was wrong? Okay. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, President Poopy Pants was inaugurated, right? I still claim that's the biggest lie of the year so far. No matter anything that Biden has said since January 20th, the, the biggest lie he's told this year was the lie he told on January 20th. And that was, hey, Joe Biden... Mm, promise to uphold the Constitution. Bullshit. <laughs> All right. So that's that was basically January in a nutshell. I mean, the the article obviously goes on to why the January sixth uh, insurrection happened, and of course it's you know between Mike Lindell and Trump, you know, and all this bullshit. So I'm not going to talk about what they said. We're just going to hit the highlights. All right, February which uh, brought you another impeachment of Trump for said Capitol riots, January 6th uh, insurrection, whatever. Obviously, he wasn't fully impeached, so whatever. Um, let's see, reading on. Uh, so the big one for February is probably the ice storms in Texas that, you know, Ted Cruz, uh, you know, got lambasted for going to Cancun. Um uh, so in the month's most positive news, I don't even know if I give a shit about this one, the NASA rover Perseverance, after traveling 293 million miles throughout space, lands safely on the surface of Mars. I think they missed that. It was 293 miles into the Nevada desert where it was... Oh, wait. <laughs> you guys aren't ready for that one yet? Okay. <laughs> so I could give shit less that maybe I, you know, that's probably what I need to do. I got to quit talking about this shit. One day I'm going to do my, my thoughts on NASA and everything they've done or more than likely haven't done over the past, you know, 60 plus years in sports. The ageless Tom Brady leads the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to victory in the Tom Brady bowl. Man, it was Super Bowl, man. Come on, man. And wins the MVP. Tom Brady, who celebrated his with his supermodel wife, Mrs. Tom Brady, uh, sugar water on the boat parade where he was smashed in Tampa. I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, by the way, not because Tom Brady's here. I've been a fan for the Bucs since we've lived in Florida. So it's been a minute because I've been here for like 40 years. So suck it. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, oddly enough where I got into my little tiff with another podcast because he was on there aching and belly aching about all the maskless people down there celebrating the masks of COVID outbreak. Yeah. Guess what, dude? COVID did not outbreak, and we'll give you a big fat sugar water on that. <laughs> Funny thing about that guy is uh, he was messaging me back and forth. Uh, he like turned me into to Facebook try and get me in trouble for bullying when he went after my people on Facebook, but nonetheless, come to find out this dude had a podcast, him and his buddy. Uh, I don't even recall the name of the podcast, and 
to be honest with you, I can't recall their names. His name was Tito or Tino or Tina or Susie or something like that. And uh, they had a little podcast, which oddly enough, he he wanted us to go show on show and kind of, they were obviously a left-leaning show and me and Chris were just getting started. We'd only been doing this for a little over a month or so when this had happened. And uh, he wanted to do a show on show and they were on Twitter talking shit about us. And I'll say this about that. They're no longer doing their show because occasionally just out of curiosity, I don't listen to the show because they're stupid. I'll be point blank. They don't have the the brilliant speaking voice that I have. And uh, brought to you in part by... Oh. <laughs> They don't, uh, and oddly, obviously, I don't agree with their topic, so whatever. But occasionally, I just like to see if they're still podcasting. Because one of the keys to this, and I'm trying to do this myself, and being like I've said before, I'm a full-time worker with a part-time podcast, right? Uh, One of the keys to trying to be successful at this is being consistent. Um. So whatever that day of consistency is, whether I'm going to give you a Sunday show every Sunday and then maybe a Wednesday, Friday, or if I'm going to give you a Wednesday show every Wednesday and then maybe a Friday, Sunday, whatever it is, I've got to stick to that, at least that one show, that Wednesday, that Sunday, whatever that day is. And I'm trying to do that, trying. A lot of things going on between work and my personal life, so it's, it's kind of cumbersome, but I'm trying to do this. At any rate, these guys were very inconsistent with their show. They might do one, two, three this week and then not do another show for two or three weeks. And then they'll do a show and then not do a show for two weeks and then do two shows and then not, you know, they were never consistent. So uh, at any rate, the last I looked on their their download on uh, iTunes there, I think their last show was back in October. So obviously they kind of fallen off. Don't know why. Don't really care. Anyway. March, the Congressional Democrats passed the Biden administration's COVID-19 relief package, which will cost $1.9 trillion, which the United States will pay for by selling baked goods to foreign nations. <laughs> That's what it says. That's kind of funny. Uh, $1.9 trillion. Since March, we haven't done shit about COVID over, what, 800,000 people have died. I don't know if that's a total number or if that's just this year, but let's just, I'll give him the benefit of the down, say it was 600,000 this year, 200,000 last year. So whatever that number is, it's more than three times the amount that was killed under Trump's deadly presidency with COVID via no vaccines and no idea what the hell was going on. But, you know, you know, President Poopy Pants ran on the fact that he had the cure. He had the solution to COVID, and then what was it, Monday, he says, this isn't a federal problem, it's a state's problem. So if that's the case, where, where's the $1.9 trillion, Joe? Hmm. Um, you know, kind of just scrolling through this, I, I kind of like, I don't know if I like this guy or not that wrote this article because, um, <laughs> let's see, where's it at? Uh, blah, blah, blah. In a primetime address after signing the bill, President Biden said there's a good chance that Americans will be able to gather by the 4th of July, he doesn't specify which one. Ha <laughs> ha, right? Uh, meanwhile, millions more Americans are being vaccinated every day. Medical experts, on, <laughs> medical experts on cable TV unanimously agree on the following facts. The situation is definitely getting better. Or not. There are, <laughs> there are all these variants, right? 
If you are vaccinated, you may resume leading a normal life. Not so fast. At least we can stop wearing these masks pretty soon. Or maybe we can keep them on for years. Which seems to be the case. Which is why I refuse to do any of the above. Because the CDC doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Fauci definitely doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Biden doesn't even know what day it is. So you're, I'm going to take my advice from these people. I'd rather take my chances. Although nobody knows why, since the quote from CDC, the most, <laughs> most of you morons are wearing the wrong, them wrong anyway. I guess that was a quote from them. So, great. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, whose leadership during the COVID-19 crisis has been just asked him so excellent, and he was able to publish a book about it, how superbly he handled the crisis before the crisis was anywhere near over. And in the meantime, he killed, what, 35,000 uh, old people in, their, in the old folks' home? And since then has resigned in disgrace because of him being a little handsy with chickies? <laughs> All right. Eh, international shipping was seriously disrupted when the Suez Canal, which a lot of us forgot about after the ninth grade history, right, is blocked by a container ship. And, of course, we did a show on that when that happened and uh, had some conspiracy theories about that, but that's fine. Uh, I, I, the Two of the biggest people I could give two shits about, Prince Harry and Meghan, Duchess of Sexes, Sucks, Sucks, Sucking? Duchess of Sucking. Is that it? No, that's an X. Suck, success? Sucking. I'm going with Sucking. I, she's probably the Duchess of Sucking. <laughs> anyway, in their ongoing effort to escape the unbearable scrutiny resulting from their association with the British royal family, spend two hours on national TV talking to Oprah Winfrey about the British royal family. Plans are announced for a concert to benefit the beleaguered couple headlined by Willie Nelson. Come on, Willie. Come on, Willie. Uh, Wokeness Front, Dr. Seuss joins a lengthening list of individuals who are deemed to be problematic, which also includes George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Pepe Le Pew, and Mr. Potato Head. True story. So, uh, when all this happened, oddly enough, my granddaughter's room, when she was a baby, my wife did our whole room in uh, Dr. Seuss stuff, you know, because... It, were non-woke had a shit or has I shouldn't say had has a shit ton of Dr. Seuss books so when they banned a lot of these Dr. Seuss books I'm like shit I got a bunch of these so uh, college education cha-ching oh Pepe Le Pew you know because he's a womanizer and raping the kitty cat whatever he was doing and Mr. Potato Head right so when that came out and we can't call him Mr. Potato or Mrs. Potato Head they're just Potato Heads and they haven't identified their gender or whatever in the shit this fucking people say so when we were at a store and they had a mr potato head and a mrs potato head yes i bought them not to play with because you can't find them anymore go find a mr potato head you can't all right let's see where are we at meanwhile the situation the southern border rages out of control true story okay let's go into april let's see uh, major issues, Georgia's new voting law passed. Uh, major League pulls the All-Star game out of Atlanta. And they got the biggest FU on that one. <laughs> Braves, uh, not a Braves fan. But uh, with them hosting World Series game and then on top of that winning said World Series games, uh, I guess they got their 
just desserts, right? Meanwhile, in Minneapolis, <laughs> it says here, meanwhile, in Minneapolis courtroom, whew, so that was the Chauvin trial, obviously. He was found guilty in the shoe, and that was, God forbid, if he had been found innocent, right? You think Rodney King was bad? Shit. All right, there is some wel- uh, welcome news on the COVID-19 front. CDC declares that it's not necessary to waste, wear face masks providing you are fully vaccinated. We have since seen that that was a bunch of lies. Once again is why I don't trust anything these motherfuckers say. Yeah, if you recall that, that was back in April. If, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Biden said it, CDC, Fauci, all these motherfuckers came out and said this shit, right? Okay, and that probably got a lot of people vaccinated. I guarantee you, there was, I know for a fact that we know people that were like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and do it because at least then I won't have to wear the stupid mask anymore. I won't have to, you know, whatever. Now look at you. Where my wife works people that worked there it was kind of like a deal like you know same thing well if when you guys get vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask at one point i think my wife said she was like one of the only people wearing a mask still and other people why don't you just get vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask and then literally i think like two weeks later i think just right around memorial day so it was probably more than two weeks but a few weeks later uh, never mind wear the mask right <laughs> all right biden gives a speech to congress Promotes an infrastructure plan that would cost another $2.3 trillion and an American Families plan that would cost $1.8 trillion. Now, they've already passed the $1.9 COVID bill, so here's another you know, $4 trillion for you, right? All right. Another wor- uh, other news, uh, blah, blah, blah. German Shepherds I could care less about, especially Biden's. Um... Okay, reading on, Census Bureau announced that some states will lose seats of what, uh, House of Representatives, which has already happened. California, I know. I think New York. So, uh, so uh, Numb Nuts over in California was getting recalled. Didn't go through. Uh, Mars Rover was scrolling the, the sands of Nevada into Utah and taking pictures. Okay, May. CDC relaxes further COVID guidelines in response to new scientific data showing a lot of people have stopped paying attention to CDC guidelines. At this point, there are no known facts about the pandemic in America. (laughs) Or, I'm sorry, these are the known facts. Many Americans have been vaccinated but continue to act as though they have not. Many Americans have not been vaccinated but act as though they have. Many of those who got vaccinated hate Donald Trump, who considers the vaccines to be one of his greatest achievements. (laughs) <laughs> many who refuse to get vaccinated love Donald Trump. And and that's true because you, you do see that a lot where people that hate Donald Trump or most of your, your left people that have gotten vaccinated. I would say that if, if the numbers 60 whatever percent that are fully vaccinated, and I saw a thing today where it's 80, 80 something, 85% of Americans uh, have at least gotten one shot. So 85% have gotten at least one shot if 60-whatever percent are fully vaccinated, well, that's not not all of those people voted for Biden. I mean, contrary to popular opinion, he didn't get, you know, uh, 180 million votes. He got allegedly 83 million. And now half of those people are have buyer's remorse, right? All right. Scrolling on, scrolling on. I don't want to go over everything because we're... 
Mars rover again. I guess he made it up into Utah and he's crossing into Colorado. <laughs> um, so Kentucky Derby, big deal. June, Biden goes to Europe, shits his pants. All right, we're scrolling on. It doesn't say that, but that's what happened. New York holds mayoral primary, which was won by, what was the name, Eric Adams, Democrat, ex-police officer, ex-police chief, I believe, which, by the way, he gets inaugurated tomorrow, and goodbye to Mayor Dick Blasio, probably the worst. I Thank God I live where I live, because he's got to be the worst mayor in this country. And for those of you that are listening to this in New York, if you live in New York City, why? <laughs> why? And please, for the love of God, the people that live there, don't vote for this dude for governor because rumor has it he's running for governor. Uh, U.S. intelligence officials released much-anticipated report on UFOs, which you never heard shit about, into July. COVID-19, Delta variant, so back with the mask. Um... CDC issues new guidelines urging Americans to do the opposite of whatever we said in the previous guidelines. <laughs> this guy's kind of funny. I'll give him that. In Tokyo, the pandemic delayed 2020 Olympic Games. Uh, the motto was later, smaller, sadder. That's that's my nickname my wife gives me. We have, oh. <laughs> JK. Uh, so, yeah, they finally had the 2020 Olympics in 21. Let's see what else. And NCAA rule changes allows college athletes to cash in on names, image, and likeness. I have no problem with that. Delta variant, or as I like to call them, Delta. Uh, uh, it's not a variant, right? It's a uh, strain. Delta strain surge worsening. You should all get vaccinated because vaccines will make you safe. But remember, even when you get vaccinated, you still can get infected. Wait, what? Also, you can infect others and kill them. So just because you get vaccinated, don't go around thinking you're safe. Nobody is safe, you fool. <laughs> this, this is why there's 40% of this country that aren't vaccinated in, I guess, 15 that haven't even thought about getting vaccinated because of this. How can you honestly stick this needle in your arm under your own volition? Like, just say, hey, you know what's a good idea? I think I'm going to get vaccinated. How can you... How can you even think that this is the right thing to do? Because obviously, it's not, in my opinion. Sorry. Okay, August. Saw the clusterfuck that was Afghanistan and the things that Biden did there. I don't have to go into detail because we all know what he did or didn't do for better terms. Uh, also, the Pfizer coronavirus uh, shot, I don't want to call it a vaccine, was... Uh, was uh, approved by the FDA. Uh, Andrew Cuomo quits. Uh, September. September. Nicki Minaj gets lambasted because she said, when it was her friend's cousin's ball shrunk or something like that. I can't remember what it was. but So she got you know in trouble for that. And since then, we haven't really talked much about it. Could, could care less. <laughs> All right. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Other news, California. So that was the recall that Gavin Newsom somehow actually made it through. But, you know, I don't know why you guys. I got a lot of listeners in California. And uh, I I'm, I would almost assume that you guys weren't the ones that voted yes to him to stay. So hopefully uh, 
you guys get that fixed in the next couple of years when he's out of there. October, October, where are we at? They're, they considered reducing, and I think this is the Build Back Better situation from 3.5 to 1.7. Uh, inflation, obviously, we know about that. Gas is up to $4 a gallon. Labor shortages, supply chain issues. Right? So we know all about that because this is more current. And, you know, I we get into a situation Braves win the World Series. Biden goes to Rome, and he actually did shit his pants there. November... Biden was in Glasgow in Scotland, falls asleep during a thing, uh, what was that, COP26, and he took a little nap. Uh, President, Vice President Harris has not been seen lately. <laughs> Terry McAuliffe loses in Virginia. You know, and that was funny because I was thinking about this. I saw, I've been seeing stuff about Glenn Youngkin lately, of course now obviously not the best choice. I, I'm sure he was he's a better choice than Terry McAuliffe, but still not the best choice. He has no he is no Ron DeSantis, I will say that. Anyway. And into November, so we've got Thanksgiving, all the fun stuff. And we have uh I mean this is more current, so I don't really need to go into this. We obviously know about the supply chain shortages, inflation, most expensive Thanksgiving uh thus far. I don't want to say ever, ever again, because we know that's not necessarily going to be true. And uh, which brings us to today, right? So Wednesday, a jury in New York uh, convicted British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell of grooming minors for sexual abuse at the hands of Jeffrey Epstein. Maxwell was found guilty of five of the six federal counts related to Epstein's sex trafficking ring. Maxwell, who turned who turned 60 on Christmas, pleaded not guilty to these charges stemming from her interactions from four teenage girls from 94 to 04. Uh, during that span, Maxwell was romantically romantically involved with and then later worked for Epstein. She faces a maximum sentence of 65 years in prison on the counts that she was convicted of. A unanimous jury has found Ghislaine Maxwell guilty of one of the worst crimes imaginable, facilitating and participating in the sexual abuse of children, U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said in his video statement after the verdict. The roads to justice has been far too long, but today justice has been done. I want to commend the bravery of the girls, now grown women, who stepped out of the shadows into the courtroom to uh, their courage and willingness to face their abuser made this case today results possible. All right. Four accusers. We're so proud of them. Ghislaine Maxwell, guilty, 65 years. So she was guilty on what? Right? So what did I read? I don't know. (laughs) Grooming minors, right, for sexual abuse at the hands of Jeffrey Epstein. And child or sex trafficking ring, right? So was it all just her and Jeffrey Epstein having sex with these girls? No. Was it a list of other people involved in this? Uh, yes, we know this because they've the DOJ struck a deal with the prosecutors and the district attorneys 
and the state's attorneys, whoever it was that, that prosecuted this, to uh, K-5 the evidence and uh, not talk about it ever again. They got what they wanted. She's guilty. She's going to jail for 65 years. But it'll be interesting because she has said she's going to name names unless she gets a lighter sentence. So they haven't done the sentencing portion of this. I'm sure it'll be sometime in the next month. What, what, um, what's going to happen if she, if she has a maximum sentence possibility of 65 years in prison, then why, what happens if she gets 10 years? Well, obviously she cut some sort of deal, right? Um, why aren't these four teenage girls who are now women coming out and saying it was, you know, this person and that person it was Prince, you know, whatever, and Bill Clinton. Hey, I didn't do anything. Whatever, Bill. It was, you know, whoever. Whoever the names are in that black black book. Why can't we know those names? Well, I know why we can't know those names, but why can't we know those names? Um, I don't know. It's just... It's one of these stories we haven't really heard a whole lot about. You actually got to look up the stories. You might catch a blurb on it here or there, depending on what news uh, channel you watch. Local news, at least down here, didn't have two words to say about the Glenn Maxwell. Not that they necessarily have anything to hide. I don't think our local news anchors were fondling little kids with Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not saying they weren't, but I'm pretty sure they weren't. Um... But there's obviously names in that black book that were. And those people, whoever they are, are obviously very powerful individuals. And uh, is Ghislaine going to say anything? Or will she kill herself, uh, quote-unquote, like Jeffrey Epstein did? I guess that remains to be seen. But uh, trust me, we'll have to keep an eye on that. All right, guys. So, for that, I'm going to close out the show. I'm going to give you a big uh, adieu. Um, I just want to thank everybody for this year. This is our 88th show, I think, 87th show, something like that. Um, and, and we're not over. We haven't quite hit a year yet. Our year will be, I think, January 6th? No, I wasn't here. 12th? Something like that. So, like, second, third week of January will be our full year. I don't know that we'll hit 100, 100, um, 100 shows by then. I don't think I'll do 13 more shows in the next couple of weeks. But <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, just want to thank everybody for this year. It's been a, been a good year, been an interesting year. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for y'all's sake and for my sake I'm getting better. Um, it was interesting. So I was thinking, you know, the song... When the, when the ball drops, if you go to a New Year's Eve party or whatever tonight, and or even on TV, you'll see the they sing that song, right? Auld Lang sing, um, should old acquaintance, right? And I was like, what, you know, what does that mean? So, I mean, obviously, you can, you can get an idea of what it means via the song, but it's just, you know, for, for lack of a, of, of a better analogy, that the words are Scottish, and um, it's uh, um, shit. I'm sorry, I was reading something. <laughs> it's uh, old, old, long since 
are those words. So old lung seen is old long since. Um, but basically it refers to old, old fond memories of yester, you know, remembered. So obviously whenever anybody, whenever you hear that song, it makes you think of good times in your life. It's obviously supposed to, to reflect just this year and hopefully everybody out there has had some good times in their year in this year of of fuckery um and you have something positive to look back on whatever that may be birthdays births um this year you know my daughter both my daughters got married uh my son had a not my son but my his fiance had a baby uh my other one daughter has the two granddaughters she's now pregnant so i mean i have a lot to be fortunate for to look back on uh it's been a good year for us um you know, everyone's been relatively healthy for the most part i mean i guess we'll see what happens next year i got some situations coming up but uh you know we'll be here if i if i had to go out for a couple surgeries that just means more detail for you guys so all right, guys, I want to close out the show. Make sure you go to our website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. From there, you can click to all of our social media platforms, read articles. Um, but please subscribe to that. Please subscribe to the to the website. Go to the, to the uh, social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow us there. Um, like I said, I am on TikTok, Don't Tread on America. I don't have a link on that, um, on that website. It doesn't have that option to do that right now anyway. But nonetheless, check us out. Give us a follow. Don't forget about our last little sponsor. I always forget about throwing them in there, but we are a brand ambassador to Maker's Mark. Drink up. and But drink responsibly. New Year's Eve. You guys have fun. And I will talk to you next year. Ah, 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 right? <laughs> Hopefully I'll be back here on Sunday. If I'm not here Sunday, I'll be back Monday. My wife's off Sunday, so I have to see. If not, I'll I'll do a show Monday. All right, guys, you have a great day, a great New Year's, and please, everybody, be safe, and I will talk to you all later. Peace out.